say good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the people of Nzanzi. <laughs> Narina, let's start by talking about Operation Pakisa. Now, it's firmly back in the spotlight, and yesterday there was a meeting with the Mining Sector Consultative Forum, and we've been talking about this and about the need for better communication and cooperation within the mining industry between the various um, uh, stakeholders, government, business, and labor. Are we finally seeing the progress that we've been longing for? Sakina, yes, I do think that we are. You know, Operation Pakisa is a, is a government initiative that was designed to, to fast-track some of the implementation of solutions in critical development issues in South Africa, and it relates quite um, closely to um, issues highlighted in the National Development Plan, um, such as poverty and unemployment and so on, for example. I think for me, you know, that <laughs> the concept of fast-track might be, might be different in different people's books in terms of what is really fast. But yes, we are finally seeing progress, and I think probably the most important progress is the fact that these three key players in in the mining industry are finally talking properly to one another. Last week, we saw the agreement of that 10-point plan in terms of addressing um, uh, issues to to try and minimize job losses in the industry, but we really are seeing each of the three parties bringing something to the table and not just sitting back and expect the other to do it. So government, for example, is addressing issues around the social economic ills around especially your your um, your poor or your older minds addressing things like housing and other socioeconomic issues so um, I, I do think that we're seeing a, a move in the right direction and, and it couldn't have come at a, at a better time you know this is long overdue um, and, and let's hope that this can finally put the the embattled mining industry on a on a firmer footing in South Africa. Mm. And speaking of deals in the mining industry, Narina, Angloplatz and Sibania Gold, now they've scheduled a joint media conference for later today. Any idea what that's all about? <laughs> I think this must be the worst kept secret in the business. <laughs> so it is, it's, it's no um, surprise that, um, I mean, Angloplatz has been talking about um, putting its Rustenburg and Union mines up for sale. And at the same time, uh, Sabanya, through CEO Neil Froneman, has been very outspoken about their desire to enter the platinum sector. So not sure if they're going to change the name from Sabanya Gold to Sabanya Precious Metals, maybe. But uh, yes, they have been in talks. They've also made the necessary announcements via the stock exchange to the market to say that they are in talks with one another. So yes, the, the, the expectation is that they will announce today that, that uh, Sabania will buy the Rustenburg mine from Anglo Platinum. Anglo is really, Anglo Platinum is starting to, to focus on, on its uh, sort of more profitable mines, so the shallower, lower cost and more mechanized mines in its portfolio. Um, and I guess Sabania comes with a, a great track record in terms of being able to extract value from mining assets that uh, that other companies have sort of almost given up on. So I think a good deal for both of these companies and uh, I, I guess the detail the devil will be in the detail. So it will be a case mm-hmm. of what will they be paying for it. Um, part of the expectation is that uh, the, the, the purchase price will in part also be linked to the future price of platinum which I think will certainly just provide uh, Sabanya with a bit of a protection on the downside on this deal. And we've spoken before about the opportunities that the weakness in the RAND actually creates for certain industries in South Africa, of which uh, mining is the obvious one. But uh, tourism is another industry that should benefit from a weaker RAND, Narina. But um, we have yet to see progress on this front. Has there been any new developments, though, of late? 
Well, we've, we've certainly focused a lot on the impact of the change in the visa regulations have had on tourism in South Africa, and SAT's own data indicates uh, a significant decline in, in tourism numbers to South Africa, and of course this at a time when it should actually be a, a wonderful destination for international tourists, especially if they have dollars and pounds and euros in their pockets. Um, but I think uh, yesterday a bit of a concerning uh, story that came out was that the United States has issued a terrorist alert and a travel warning for its uh, its uh, U.S. nationals in South Africa. So they said that they have uh, information that um, extremists may be targeting uh, U.S. interests specifically in South Africa and have advised their, uh, their citizens to take the necessary precautions when traveling to South Africa. So I think what is what's, this is for me concerning on two fronts. Certainly uh, security uh, forces have indicated that there's been increased movement in Al-Qaeda-related operatives in South Africa, which in general I think does not paint a great picture. But the other concern around this is that the last time that the U.S. had, had issued such a such a, a warning was back in 2010 at the time of the, of the Soccer World Cup. Now, you know, that came um, against the backdrop of um, lots of positive news around South Africa Africa, lots of tourists coming here anyway. Getting it at this stage when our tourism industry is, is under pressure anyway, I think does come at a, at, a, at, a, at a bad time. So let's hope that this is something that will, uh, that will pass relatively quickly and will be resolved. Um, but yeah, certainly not, not uh, positive news to end off this morning.